came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. We love you know. We came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. yeah. The sports show. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Year Sports Show. I am your host, Big Baby, aka the soul of RB. My voice cracked just now because I was yelling yesterday. But <laughs> to my to the to the bottom of the triangle, <laughs> we have the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. How you doing? I'm not not too bad. A little tired. Last night was a fun, fun, fun night. But I got home a little late. I am still tired. Cool, cool, cool. Um, BK Matt will be on his way shortly. And then we have the reigning, the defending, undisputed world champion of the year sports show, the queen, 25K Tay. What's up, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? So, before we get into anything, I know everybody is who's watching and everybody who's listening will, um, who knows, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, this month is very, very, very important to um, all of us here at the Your Sports Show. And uh, I tell you, I don't know if you, you want to speak speak on it, but... Um, yeah, well, this year... Yeah. Some of you may know, um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer on February 22nd of this year. And um, by the grace of God, you know, I am right now, I'm in remission, I'm cancer free. Um, so this year, um, more importantly, I've always wanted to advocate for cancer awareness of all kinds. But this year in particular, given the fact that I was shown the mercy and the grace um, by sparing my life and being able to be able to speak about my experiences. You know, now more than ever, I want to use whatever platform I have to spread awareness to men and women about this terrible, terrible disease. Absolutely, absolutely. So we that then birthed what we now call hashtag year for a cure. Basically, Year for a Cure is a movement created by us at the Year Sports Show to help push and promote breast cancer awareness in all women, but most importantly, the women of color. Um, with this, we hope to raise money for various charities that promote breast cancer awareness in communities of color in hopes of one day find a cure. So with that being with that being said, we have uh, a cat um, a cash app where you can send us money to, which we will be sending to two charities. The first charity is called Sisters Inc. And I have the information right here. Uh, the Sisters Network Inc. And the admission statement, Sisters Network Inc. is committed to increasing local and national attention to the devastating impact that breast cancer has in the African-American community. And the next, the next, uh, the next charity is the African American Breast Cancer Alliance. Founded by Riona Berry, their mission is to build awareness by networking and using resources and, and support for Black women and men impacted by breast cancer. 
but these are the two charities we, that we give them to. Um, we really want to raise awareness for this. It's a very important cause to us. Again, um, then God Tay is here today to tell her story. Um, a lot of people sometimes aren't here, so we, we want to push for a cure. We want to push for to raise more awareness. So if you are interested, um, please send out hashtag Girl for the Cure. If you have um, anybody we, you want us to speak to, we will interview them as well. Um, we have uh, some place you can send us money who, where we would send to the charity charities. Yeah, and, and I told mm-hmm. uh, today that I'm matching all donations up to 500 Right. So all donations match uh, up to $500. Uh, Tavia herself says she would match. And us, of course, here at the Year Sports Show will we'll help match that as well. So we're trying to, again, raise awareness and raise money for such an important cause and um, such a devastating disease that's not sometimes not caught in time. So uh, definitely look forward to getting more into that during this month. So, again, if you're interested, cash tag um, on cash app at um, You're For a Cure or hit up any one of us individually, too. So shout out to that. So. Um, Tay, how was your week? It was good. It was good. Um, same old, same old, same old, just a different day. Feel that. Welcome, BK Matt. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> you look like you just woke up out, out of sleep. You all right? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Tell like you're here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Sound like I have. Yeah, Matt, Matt out here not starting with jokes on tapes. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> go to nah, I'm good today. today. I'm, I'm good. All right. All right. So, Pete, what was you making over there? I hear the microwave going. Yeah, you know, like heating up hot pockets and pizza bites, and then even put yourself. Nah, he in the Bronx. It's White Castle. Ain't no um, microwave going that on. That wasn't Pete's microwave. Somebody, yeah, somebody in here over here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, how was your week? <laughs> it it was it was a good week. It was a long week. Um, but then yesterday, yesterday was an incredible night. Uh was able to be uh in the in the house for Battle Club Pro's fifth anniversary show due to fight thing. Mm-hmm. And man, was it a whole party from, from match one to the main event, which had the main event. Um, but a an absolute great show. It, it's always um fun to be at uh, you know. Uh, indie sh- not only an indie show, but also with family and with friends and supporting family and friends as well. So um, for those of you who are not there, make sure you go on to titlematchnetwork.com when it goes up because, man, it was one good show. Most definitely, most definitely. My week was pretty good, uh, like Tay said. Same old, same old. Um, <laughs> same old, same old. That's all That's all I can, uh, I can say. Um, had a lot of fun this weekend. Um, looking to have fun doing the show with y'all today. So let's not waste any time. Pete, do you have any quick hits for us? Uh, yes, I do. All right, let's get right into it. All right, everybody. All right. Welcome to Quick Hits for the week of October the 2nd. And let's jump right into the NFL. 
and the big matchup of the week, the return of Tom Brady to Foxborough. And unfortunately, one former Patriot will be missing the game as Rob Gronkowski will miss the Patriots game as he is out with a rib injury. <laughs> Y'all can continue. I have something to do. Continue. Continue. Uh, Gronk will be out against the Patriots with an existing rib injury, leaving Tom Brady one receiver short in what most people are saying will be the revenge game of the year. I've heard some sports analysts say they expect Brady to try to put up 50 against the Patriots this week. He could. Uh, Going to be very interesting there. Um, what is AB playing? I don't know yet. I don't know if that's been announced yet. Uh, going to the NBA. Uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about this more later on in the show, but everyone should have heard the 76ers withheld mm-hmm. eight and a quarter million dollars, $8.25 million owed to their to Ben Simmons, who is holding out still. They have placed it in an escrow account, though, and they will uh, be taking all fines that Ben Simmons will incur this year and taking it out of whatever money's in the escrow account. And whenever Ben Simmons decides to report and return to the Philadelphia team, he will be given whatever is left in that escrow account. Um, Also in the NBA, good news for the NBA, the vaccination rate amongst NBA players has reached 95%. It has reached 95% of NBA talent. Um, Speaking, though, to one of those 5%, Draymond Green was asked about Andrew Wiggins and his unvaccinated status and acts as a team leader. He should speak to Andrew Wiggins about this, and Draymond responded with, quote, it's not my place to speak to the man about his private decisions. Many people are a little up in arms about that, feeling that as a team leader, you're losing one of your teammates because he's not going to be able to play half your home game, half your games, because he's going to be ineligible to play home games. Um, why wouldn't he speak to the man? But Draymond saying it's not his place. Moving to Major League Baseball. Marcus Simon earlier this week, the second baseman slash shortstop for the Toronto Blue Jays, set a record for home runs by a second baseman when he hit his 44th home run of a Yankee starting pitcher, Garrett Cole, earlier this week. He has now set a new record. Yeah, he did one when he hit his 43rd as well, and now his 44th. But the most home runs by a second baseman, Rogers Hornsby, Brian Dozier and Ryan Sandberg, the only other three second basemen ever with more than 40 home runs in uh, in a single season. Hornsby and Dozier with 42, Ryan Sandberg with 40 um, back in 1990. Dozier did it in 2016 and Rogers Hornsby all the way back in 1922. Marcus Simon with two more games left in the regular season to add to that total. Toronto Blue Jays also lead the major leagues in home runs as a team. And lastly, speaking in Major League Baseball, the the Tampa Bay Rays are looking to play spoiler this weekend. Uh, Going into this weekend, the Yankees were in the top of the wild card uh, by two games. They would have gotten the first wild card spot. Uh, They were two games ahead of the Red Sox, three games ahead of the Mariners, and three games ahead of the Toronto Blue Jays. But they are playing the Tampa Bay Rays for the final series of the, of the regular season, a team they have absolute trouble beating. They lost yesterday's game 4-3 to 
to the Rays, making their lead to the Red Sox, Mariners, and Jays one and two games respectively. And they are currently losing, as of earlier today, seven to one against the against the Tampa Bay Rays. If the Rays sweep the Yankees, or the Yankees even lose two out of three in this series, they continue to lose today's game. They could potentially not only drop in the wild card, but drop completely out of the playoffs and completely out of the wild card if the Red Sox, the Mariners, or the Tampa Bay, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, sorry are able to win some games this weekend, they could jump the Yankees, and the Yankees will miss the playoffs this year. And it is all based on the play of the division-leading Tampa Bay Rays. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Quick Hit for the week of October the 2nd. Absolutely, absolutely. Good job, Pete. Good job, Pete. So, hold on, hold on. Before we get into all of that, y'all two not going to talk about why, why Eli flipping off the world? What, 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 what was up with that? Y'all want to talk that about that? Great. That was great. I, I laughed at it. I, was, I found oh. it funny. I just wanted to hear from the Giants enthusiasts up there. Okay. We're not up to that, that part of the show yet. So <laughs> oh, that's a topic. Yeah. That's a, I that's didn't a topic. Think that was appropriate for quick hits, but yeah. On. Yeah. That, that oh, wasn't, oh, yeah, because oh, he didn't add it in quick hits, so he, he it wasn't appropriate for quick hits. No, don't worry about it. No, no jack can get on ESPN and do that though. So don't even worry about it. There we go. Yeah. yeah from yeah, Eli. Yeah. Yeah, records is just as bad as ours. I don't want to hear that. That's fine. Yeah, but you guys are used to that. Yeah, y'all not, but y'all in there. Y'all there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll be all right. We'll still make the playoffs with trash record. Y'all be picking first again. So it's just because the damn division is horrible. That's why. Y'all division is horrible. Yeah, well. <laughs> well. Last week, pick five was pretty horrible, right? Uh, not for me. Uh, not not for Tay. I think uh, I got one wrong. The Giants. No. Oh wait, we all, I gotta look. Hold on, make, let me make sure. No. I might have. I might have missed you, the record. Quick to be like no. <laughs> but let let's get right into it while while Pete does the final calculations. Yeah, and I'm pretty uh, sure I picked the Rams. I told you to listen. I told you to listen back. Matt, I didn't get a chance to. You picked yeah. the Bucks, bro. I'm pretty sure I did pick the Rams, but I don't know if I didn't. No, you picked the Bucks. Yep. Only right. me and Tay picked the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, I picked the the only one I got wrong with the Giants. I picked the Rams. I picked uh the Bills, the Browns, mm-hmm. and the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah, I I messed up. I I only tallied four games, so I thought you were four and zero. I was about to say no. You went undefeated this week. Oh, uh, that's the energy in which you you were gonna say that I was just wrong. no. I was gonna say you went undefeated this week because I thought I only I only tallied four games. That's why I was like, wait a minute, what? The, I, I messed up on something. Giants um, have one I was actually job. trying to say you went undefeated. The Giants, Giants have one job. Back. One job. That's all they have to do. Literally. Yeah, but. I'm gonna tell you something. They're gonna beat them Cowboys, though. I feel it. The way the way they've been playing, I don't know. I'm, I feel it. It's, I feel it's it. not this week. It's next week, right? It's next week. They're gonna beat them Cowboys. I feel it in my gut for some reason. Yeah. So don't worry, guys. There's no Giants or Jets games this week, but next week they definitely will be since they since they both play in pretty decent games next week. So let's get right into pick five. One, two, three, four, five.
<laughs> Matt is still shaking his head. <laughs> You'll be shaking your head. You'll be shaking your head for the next uh, 20 weeks. <laughs> so y'all know over. I'm in the lead now, right? Yes. Okay. Just so we can you should be there. you should be up by like two or three. Yeah. One. And and you know it's not because somebody's cheating, right? It's, it's not because of um Jack Jack uh Dunny either. But uh Pete, are you finished up the calculations? Because yes, I, I know I, I, I know Tay should be up by by a, a couple by a game. No, by a game. Um, so as of last week, Dre was six and four in first place. Tay was five and five. Uh, Matt and myself were both four and six, bringing up mm-hmm. the rear of the of the leaderboard last week. But in last week's picks, Dre went two and three. Tay went four and one. Mm-hmm. Matt went. Uh, three and two, and I also went four and one along with Tay. So the leaderboard is now Tay in first place in week four, going into week four. Tay is in first place at nine and six. Myself and Dre are tied for second at eight and seven. And Matt is all alone in last place at seven and eight. I like how you make it seem like I'm mad far behind. I'm really not, but okay. Yeah, that's what y'all was doing to me when I wasn't that far. And then nah, I, you really was far. I think you had like six. You, you I was wasn't like far. Six I wasn't far enough to pass Pete when I got the third. Boy, Pete just didn't give a. Pete just didn't give a damn after a while. That's what it was. Nah, y'all no. started picking bad in the playoffs. That's what it was. The lesser the games, well, the easier it got. Tom, once he cursed Tom Brady, it was a wrap for him. Oh, yeah, it was a wrap. Yeah. Pick Tom Brady every game. <laughs> thank, you, <laughs> thank you, Thomas. That and his, his vendetta against Chicago. That's what really messed him up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but the first game, the Seahawks versus the 49ers. The Seahawks are uh, one of the surprising one and two teams. Yeah. 49ers have played pretty decent this year. Um, the, the defense are, is usually the defense, and Jimmy G is 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 playing. <laughs> so, what do you got? Who do you guys got? Um, the to the leader of the pack. Who, who are you giving this game to, Tay? Oh man, ah, oh, this is a tough one for me because I can see. Either one of these teams winning. I know that San Francisco is the favorite. Um, Do you think Russell Wilson will have a, a, a you know MVP type week this week? I mean, they would need to. I guess that defense. I doubt it. I'm going to go with the 49ers. All right. Tay for the 49ers. Matt. Russell Wilson's O-line still trash. I feel like 49ers is going to have their way with him. They're going to pressure him the whole game. So I'm going with the 49ers. Pete? Um, it, This is a really tough game to pick. The, the, the you know, as Tay said, the, the Niners are favorited, but only by two and a half points if you're going by Vegas. Um, and their stats are really similar um, defensively and offensively. You know, San Francisco only scoring maybe four points more a game than Seattle, and Seattle only uh, allowing about maybe two more points a game than San Francisco's defense. But 
Seattle also winning winning in total yards in terms of what they produce offensively, but San Francisco has got a much better defense, and I think there's a lot less on Seattle to play with. Uh, I hate to bet against Russell Wilson because I'd like to take Wilson over Garoppolo any day, um, but I think the Niners have this one, though I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. Okay. Right. Um, so you have the Niners, right? Yep. Um, I still believe in Russell Wilson. Um, I still believe in their offense. Pete Carroll, um, regardless, is still a really great defensive coach. Um, Russell Wilson is basically the the, the offensive coordinator. And uh, if anybody who can get out the slump, if there's any quarterback that can get out the slump, I think it's Russell Wilson. So I'm going against the green, and I will pick the Seahawks. I think it's interesting, though. The only team that the Seahawks have beat so far in their first three weeks is Indianapolis. They've lost to Tennessee. They lost to Minnesota. And the Minnesota loss was a bad loss, 30-17. to The Niners only lost by two points to Green Bay last week, uh, but beat Philly and beat Detroit, uh, two not really good teams. But, you know, that that game against Green Bay was really close. Um you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see the Niners have to step up against a second really, really good team. And until the fourth quarter last week, they had Green Bay on the ropes. Absolutely. Game two, Cardinals versus Rams. Rams. I ain't going to mess up this week. I'm not, you know, I felt like I picked them last week. I ain't messing up this week. Rams. Say Rams, Pete. Did you write it down? Looking good. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. I got it. It's Rams for me. Rams. I'm I'm going with the Rams as well. Yeah, this is this is another interesting game. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Rams as well. But I'm gonna be real honest with you. This is probably gonna be um, the biggest test for the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray has thrown seven touchdowns and over a thousand yards in the first three games of the season. The Cardinals offense has looked really good. Um, but that Rams defense is something special. And Stafford is looking like a man possessed um, in LA. Um, this is going to be a real big test for Arizona. Uh, and honestly, if Kyler Murray is the first person to hang an L on the Rams this year, that's going to go a long way for him. Okay. Game three, Ravens versus Broncos. Um, the Ravens are two and one this year. The Broncos are three and zero. Oh. The Broncos have been playing out their mind this season so far. Um, and the Broncos the are favored last by week. Way. Yeah, and the Ravens last week won on a prayer on a sixty-six yard field goal. Um, Longest field goal by ever. Justin Tucker. So, who do we have in this game? <sighs> With the Ravens. Okay. With the Ravens. Um, I'm going to follow suit. Yeah. Um, I'm picking the Ravens as well. The Broncos have been playing pretty good, but um, Jackson has been playing well enough to to get them these two wins. Um, but that field goal was amazing. It hit off the bottom bar and would just. Do you think he's like in running for MVP? Like no. He's in like top five. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Who? Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Should be. He, yeah, I don't think he is, but he he should be. 
Especially I'm because just saying of how, with the way he played against Kansas City, I thought that would like give him a little boost. And he's been playing consistently good too. Yeah. I think because of how Mahomes have been playing, he may have that argument. So uh, he's he's like retar- He's really missing that line. Mm-hmm. He's missing that line. It's starting to like low key expose him a little bit. Just a little bit. I don't think that it, I don't think that it exposes him per se. I think it exposes the lack of offense, uh, the lack of defense uh. on the Kansas City. Chiefs roster, even on their own line. I'll be really honest with you. A lot of people have been talking up the Broncos. They are 3-0, but, you know, they have the best defense. They've only allowed 8.7 points per game this in, in the first four weeks, three weeks of the season. But people also got to read the schedule. They played three bad teams. They played the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets. Um, they played really bad teams in the first three weeks of the season. Um, you know, but – I don't I don't know about the Ravens. I mean, they barely beat Detroit. Um, they barely beat Kansas City, and they got beat by the Raiders. Um, I think the Raiders, Raiders are a bad team. Raiders are, are not a bad are team. Are the best team. They're not, the not as not as Kansas City. The way, the way we talk about Lamar Jackson, when I say we, I mean just sports people in general. Mm-hmm. The way we talk about Lamar Jackson, the way we talk about that team, you would have thought, okay, the, the Raiders, they're not going to lose to the Raiders. But they go out, they lose to the Raiders in overtime, they barely beat Kansas City, and they need a, a miracle and a prayer from Mother Teresa beyond the grave to beat Detroit of all teams. Um, you know, Bridgewater's been playing great for Denver. Um, I'm going to pick the Ravens just because I don't think um, the defense is going to hold up the same way it held up against the Jets, the Giants, and Jacksonville. But I do not agree with y'all in the sense that Lamar Jackson energy. is as good as as, as as you say that he is. Pick the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go with no. I gotta go with the analysis. I gotta go with the stats. I can't. Your, your analysis just now is all the reasons why the Ravens ain't nothing. Ain't gonna look, Yeah, you basically Pete, don't be no, I've also why said that the Broncos the don't be stupid. <laughs> The Broncos Pete, don't defensive be stupid. stats are inflated because of who Pete, they played the first three weeks. I'm, I'm just saying. You just said it yourself. It that they just sounded sound like trash teams. The Jaguars, the Jets, and the Giants. Don't don't get overhyped. It's I'm not, not hard to leave those, those three teams under eight. Don't, don't listen, listen to the Pete. Don't listen to him. Listen. Listen. I'm not getting caught up in the hype of the Broncos. Listen, it's not. He called Pete. You bring it up stats. Stats ain't going to show you that Kansas City is still – Super Bowl favorites and the Raiders are coming up. But why? And, and I don't I can't because hey, we, we blaming too. We putting too much on that offensive line because no, um, I know, I'm, Mahomes, not, I'm not Mahomes saying they're making my, mistakes. I'm not saying they're my Super Bowl favorites. I'm yeah. just saying they got they're no still defense. Technically, they're still technically Super Bowl. Fa- well, if you only really, if you only really want to be honest, Tampa Bay didn't have good defense last year either. They did up not until they got to the playoffs. They so did we not. can't be too early on judging. Oh, they ain't I got defense. That. They and can I, figure it out towards the end of the season. That, that's cute, but yeah, Holmes is not no. Tom Brady either. Right. Patrick Holmes is still talented. Don't, don't sleep on him. Absolutely. Better. I think he's a, a more skilled quarterback than Tom exactly. Brady. Exactly. Tom Brady, when you look at where he was at Mahomes' age, you get what I'm saying? I feel like Mahomes was on a, the bench. Is a, yeah, is a bit more developed. I think his skills are – 
are more advanced than Tom Brady. He could Tom Brady, to be honest with you, what I don't know who his coach is, his conditioning coach is, and his longevity coach, but he's looking. He must have some type of longevity coach because he's damn near fifty, still playing. Like yeah, he's, he's got that he, private coach that Belichick didn't like, that apparently was not allowed on Patriots property. Yep. Oh, the one yeah. that did the yep. interview that trash. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> that one. Jeez. But um, so Pete, you picking the Broncos, right? Don't do I'm it, picking Pete. the Ravens. I'm sticking, okay. I'm sticking with what I said. Yeah. I'm mad you said the Raiders. It's like, it's, and, it's like the second Kansas week in a row, Pete not keeping the same energy. I'm I'm just but, mad that you made it seem like well, they barely <laughs> beat Kansas City and they barely beat the Raiders. Like have you I don't think the Raiders are have you better seen? than than them. No, I mean, I mean, they played the Packers last week, right? Right. And they almost beat the Packers. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm making. I'm. Making, I'm taking. So I happened? said two things. I said one. I don't think and Lamar Jackson is as good as that everybody's making him out to be, and I hold don't up, think the Denver Broncos hold defense up, is as hold good up, as Pete. the stats say they are. Wait, who played the hold Packers up, last week? Hold up, Pete. The, the Niners. No, the Niners. The Niners. Oh, I, I, I want to know what they almost lost. But who, what, what, who won? <laughs> who won it because of who? Let's talk about it. Well, who won it because it of who? Than, I think it was more their mistakes. They okay. gave Aaron Rodgers too much time. You yes. seconds. You That's never too much time. Stop giving. That's, stop time. giving elite quarterbacks time on the clock. Stop, not even elite. <laughs> we're not going. We're not going to play. We're not going to make it seem like Aaron Rodgers is is, is a whiz on the clock yes. like Tom Brady. We're not going to do that. Veteran quarterbacks. What? Veteran quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They come from a different era. They know what to do with time management. And so the thing is, uh, Aaron Rodgers didn't want to learn a hard lesson twice. That's how Tom Brady was able to win. Hey, you ain't lying. Hey, baby. What's up, man? What's going on? Shout out to Terry Smooth as well. What's up, hey, bro? Appreciate you. Now that you, huh? Oh, I'm sorry, that's me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now that you mentioned uh, a Aaron, he's facing the Steelers this week. Who um, <laughs> So, Steelers versus Packers. Come on now, they ain't got Ben. No Ben, no problem. We're not gonna do this. They the the. Oh, that's our next game. Mm-hmm. No Ben, no problem. Not even a thought. I Don't say be, that. Don't. I, want, I want to be a hater and pick the Steelers and, and be right. Go ahead. I dare you. Go I ahead. dare you to do that with Go ahead. Go ahead. You pick the Broncos. If you pick the Broncos in the in the game before, I'll pick the Steelers this game. Pete, you know what? Pete, take one for the team. I want to see him put his money. Oh, now y'all a team. Nah. Oh, take one for the team. Nah, Dre. Go sit, go sit down somewhere and pick them and, and, uh, and pick the Packers. Still ain't winning nothing. Their standings this year is going to be completely opposite of their standings. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be 0 and 11 going, in, <laughs> going into week 12. <laughs> Wait, they play. Who's well, their quarterback like, now? Mason Rudolph? Yeah. Definitely no. the pack. So we're all picking the Packers. We don't gotta go through this, right? No. Uh, Pete, you picking the Packers? You know he yeah. is. Uh, you sure you don't want to give us a nail an, uh, analysis of why the Packers may not win? <laughs> uh Chase Claypool is out. Ben Ben Roethlisberger's out. Oh. I see this as I see this as 
This is a game. If the if it's the Green scrimmage. Bay Packers do not win, if the Green Bay Packers do not win this game, everything Tay has ever said about Aaron Rodgers is the god honest truth. Okay, Pete, I'll cut take you, that. I can't curse, right? I, I really want to say Pete cut the. You know what? You got well, it. You know what? I'm gonna say it. it out. You know what? From Full House. If the Packers, what? if the Packers lose, only Matt gets his loss. <laughs> wow! This would be for him. Wow! <laughs> that is that is some that is some straight up. Do Do you, you know believe in, your, in in that man that much? Yeah. Okay. 100%. All right. So that that's the only thing that's on the table this week. If the that's, Packers that's lose, bull. that if is the bull. Packers lose. I want y'all to keep the, the same energy with Tom Brady. With Tom Brady, the way y'all be going, like don't do that. It's not well. Right. Tom Brady backs it up. I mean, he has a million rings. I think the last time Aaron Rodgers won a ring, I think I was Here still married, and I've been just, just ten years. Just go ahead, just bring up his mother and father while you're at it. Just he bring the same thing up parents. every week. <laughs> Every week, so that, that goes into how he plays. Do you see how the little ponytail sticks out from under the helmet? Would you I stop. Know. What that got to do with his he greatness? I, he has very he's, goodness. He's great. He's very good. What's that thing Tennessee Lee used to say to, to Jeff Jarrett? Oh, wait, he great. That's what he used to say, right? That's, a, that's how I feel every time Aaron Rodgers get on the field. Oh, wait, he's great. Speaking of very good. We're gonna talk about the Chargers and the 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 very good Raiders that 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 Pete <laughs> downplayed the other the other game. I'm surprised so, he did that too. The Chargers, who beat Kansas City last week, who I'm like I didn't think they wanted to win because they kept throwing the ball with with less than a minute left. Um, and the Raiders, who've been basically America's team for, for the past couple of weeks. So who do you guys got? I'm gonna I'm gonna fly out there and just go with the Raiders. Me too. Um as good as the Chargers have been playing, the coaching staff still gives me like like vibes like they want to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Raiders because the Raiders want to win. Win baby win. Win, baby, win. Um, Tay, who you got? Come back to me. Okay. Matt, you already picked the, the Raiders. Um, Pete, who you got? This is this is this is a tough pick because this is it. Wait, yeah. matter of fact, how much do you believe in Justin Herbert? That's the thing. My, listen, when I'm looking, when I'm looking at these stats, the Raiders are outscoring the Chargers. Boy, um, Char- at the stats. Chargers with a better Chargers with a better defense. The Raiders are averaging almost 500 total yards a game, while the Chargers averaging just over 400. Um, Raiders have a better defense by about you know 12 yards a game, uh, 368 to 380. Right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, but there's there's just a lot of questions. About, I mean, the Raiders, both of them have had a tough three-week schedule, if you really look at it. Raiders played Baltimore, a healthy Pittsburgh, and then Miami, and won all three games. Two of them had to go into overtime. The Chargers played Washington, Dallas, and Kansas City. Um, You know, 
three very tough games as well and only lost by three points to Dallas. Um, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to go with Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Um, I've been I've been hyping this kid up for a while. I think this is really going to be a show-out game for him. Um, Derek, don't get me wrong, though. Derek Carr has been showing out himself. I think he's leading the league in passing his 1,200 yards so far, six touchdowns, two interceptions in three games. Um, but I, I'm going to put my money on Justin Herbert and, and say that he's going he's gonna to use his game as a coming-out party like he did last week uh, against Kansas City. Quick question. Ain't the Chargers the favorite for this game? Uh, the Chargers are the favorite by three points. It, yeah, it depends on the spread because there's a few spreads that have them at dead even. But I'm going with the Chargers. Ooh. And you know Ooh. what? I'm actually going to change my earlier pick. I am going with the Denver Broncos to beat the Ravens. He knows something that we don't know. What would what, you know? I don't know nothing. I've just been looking at these numbers again, and I and I'm 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 gonna pick. I think the Broncos might. What? I think. I think <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it just cut off. <laughs> Sorry, my I'm I'm on the show on my phone because apparently my new Mac Safari does not work with Streamyard. So yeah, go on Google uh, Chrome. Yeah, I got download Google Chrome. Chrome, so I'm on my phone, and my dad having to call while we're in the middle of the show. Um, I said I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the Broncos, and it's not for anything I know. I'm just looking at these numbers over and over while we've been doing this segment, and you know what? I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take the risk and go with the Broncos because I also forgot this is a home game for the Broncos, so the Ravens are going to the West Coast and they're playing in that high altitude of Denver, and that's usually can be a killer for a lot of teams. So I'm gonna take the Broncos. Okay. So, so that means you changing your pick, Dre? I am no. changing my pick not, to the Ravens. But you, no, but you said that you was gonna do it if, if Pete did. Don't 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 back no, out. The moment. Nah, passed. nah, nah. Keep the same passed. energy, Dre. Nah, no, the same energy nah. when it was time you to do stated, it. And they, you, wait, you and then you said no. Nope, you told Pete not to do it. So why should I do it? Pete did it. You was gonna do it. That's what you said. Mind. I ain't doing it. Tay, he ain't say that, Tay. Tay, he ain't say that, Tay. He said if Pete changes, changes his pick to the Broncos, he going to no, change No, no, you and Pete is a Pete team. changed it. To so now change your pick, Dre. Dre, change your pick, Dre. Keep the same energy. Keep. Yeah, anyway, no. like I said, <laughs> like I said, I'm not changing my pick. <laughs> the moment came and went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I don't know, y'all was rambling on about these stats, and I'm just sitting here like, can we? Pete got to go next week, and he can't use stats in order to pick his pick. That's what that's gonna be what we're gonna do. Well, then, we, no, you really on some Matt Kellerman junk. No, I don't get this stat crap. Let me tell you something, Matt. You know, it's it must be the theatricality of your personality, but normal, you know, average people use like stats and figures and averages to come to a hypothesis. When it comes to predictions, did you just say I'm well, theatrical with my pick? You know you're theatrical with everything. He's like, oh, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. It's the truth. Don't. It's a good story. You don't need facts most of the time. You don't. I hear that. I hear that, gangster. Just saying. 
Okay, now Pete, you can't refrain from looking at stats. I think that was the last game. <laughs> yeah. I'm still looking at this Raven. I'm still looking at this Ravens Broncos game. Well, you have until before the game. So <laughs> not like like when the game come on TV, not like, oh, kickoff. No, before the game, you have you have it. Don't wait till the ball is kicked in the air, like what a change of pick. And then somebody take it to the house. Like, no. You'll do that. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna be reading up on this game all night. I see. You're invested. Very. <laughs> so, let's get into today's topics, and we're gonna go right into the NFL since we are already here. Let's rock and roll. As we were talking earlier in the in the show, the NFL has a lot of one and two teams that's super surprising. But um, we also have a lot of good teams as Pete's Broncos are um, are in the mix. So, with that being said, Pete, which uh, which team in Week Four has surprised you the most? I I, I think honestly the Broncos at three and zero. Um, you know, but if I was really looking at a lot of these teams here, um, in terms of just the AFC, mm-hmm. I honestly, even though a lot of people picked them to be really good this year, I gotta say the Browns, the Browns and the Raiders, you know, are really surprising me in terms of what they're doing. The Raiders at three and oh, um, and the Browns at, I believe, also um, 3-0. and Give me a second here to get to the end. Didn't, didn't, didn't they lose the first week? Yeah, they sorry, lost. the Browns at 2-1. and one. Uh, But honestly, all of that being said, the most surprising team for me in the AFC has to be the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals at 3-1. and one. They just beat Jacksonville on a field goal on Thursday night football. Joe Burrow's been playing great. Um I don't know if they can sustain it. Uh, they have a really good division with the Ravens and the Browns, um, you know, behind them at both two and one. Um, but this may be the tightest we've seen the AFC in a long time. I think the AFC South has gone back to being the worst division, um, one of the worst divisions in football um, with the Titans, Texans, Colts, and Jaguars, and two of those teams that combined 0-7. Um, but definitely, you know, the AFC has to be – you know, the Bengals, I think three and one. I don't, I don't think anybody had the Bengals at that high. Uh, and in the NFC, not at all. Yeah. In the NFC, honestly, the Panthers are surprising me. The Panthers with Sam Darnold uh, are surprising me and what they've been able to do. Uh, but it's going to be very interesting to see how they go the next couple of weeks with Kish, Christian McCaffrey out. Uh, this is going to be the real test for how good is Sam Darnold? Can he carry that team on his own? Um, but I think everybody else in the NFC kind of where you expected them to be, the Rams and the Cardinals both really showing out in the NFC West. I do have some questions about the Saints, right? That first week they showed out in week one. And yeah, then but I was like, all riding the coattails of Jameis Winston, and I told you, and I've been saying for the past 100 years about Jameis Winston, is that he's a scrub. Yeah, and, and, they, and they've been up and down the next two games, but they, they, they showed out. Uh, in that first game, they're two and zero at home. We we know that they're great in New Orleans. 
you know, so, but yeah, I think, I think when you really did the Panthers and the Bengals to me, top two most surprising teams. Uh, and I'd even throw Denver in that mix at three and as well. Okay. The team that's most surprising to me is the Kansas City Chiefs. I feel as if it's such a big fall from grace. I mean, it's only week four. Don't get me wrong. And they have ample time to kind of pick it up. But, you know, they didn't invest in that offensive line in the shows. You get what I'm saying? Um, why, why was I getting ready to that hurry? Um Because they all look alike. Yeah. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, they, he does look like him. Y'all are wrong, <laughs> Matt. You, you, never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs are the most surprising team as of right now for me. Um, I really, you know, I didn't see them going three and oh, but you know, being one and two at this point, I feel like it's alarming, and I think that they need to really start looking into making some moves at that offensive line, especially because Patrick Mahomes. He keeps having to find a way out of no way, and eventually that's going to catch up with him, and he's going to get injured if they don't get it together. Um, the Dallas Cowboys have not been surprising me. They are a they are a September team, um, so I feel like they are exactly who they say they are right now. I think that I don't see that translating into a Super Bowl or a, a conference final or anything like that, but. Everybody else to me, I mean, and I agree with Pete, the Bengals um, have been surprising as well. And I feel like there are other teams that I really thought would have started playing better. I'm glad that the Browns are looking pretty good. Um, the Browns are looking pretty good. They are starting to look like what everybody thought they were going to look like five years ago. Mm. But that's, that's different. true. Matt? Um, I'm kind of more or less on the same Wavelength with Tay, I think um, the Browns is not much of a surprise. We knew that they were a good team. Uh, I'm really surprised at how the decline in Tampa Bay, not in Tampa Bay, but in um, Kansas City is being shown. Yes, that that what all the ailments that they had in the Super Bowl and how they got dominant is showing now in this regular season. And um, they didn't make the adjustments that they were supposed to make. So now you're kind of like on the fence wondering, like, could they bounce back? Are they still the favorites? So that's a surprise. And as much as Tay says she's not really surprised about the Cowboys and how they're, I'm more surprised at how how Dak Prescott is bouncing back. Not really the Cowboys per se, but how Dak Prescott is bouncing back from his injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, he's performing at a really high level. He he was he came a real clutch clutch against the the Chargers. I think they played. They they they. They lost to the Bucks, which was, you know, to be expected. I feel like they kind of got a, a couple more weeks of easy games where they can boost up their, you know, their wins. And I think the only real challenge they, that they might see might be Denver. If not Denver, definitely Tampa Bay again. But right now, it's pretty much more or less the same. I'm, I'm not surprised at how well the Raiders are playing. I, we knew that they were a great team, well, a good team. Uh, a, a legit threat. Derek Carr is really coming out. Like, he's really stepping to the forefront. So that's more of a, like, you know, week four, you're looking at, like, last year it was just it was just Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and, and Russell Wilson. Now and- Derek Carr, yeah, and, yeah. 
And right now, it's just looking like the Derek Carr and Tom Brady show. That's what it's looking like right now. So, yeah. I think for me, uh, the Cardinals are a surprising team right now. We know how um, Cardinals are 3-0, just like the Rams in the NFC West. Um, I knew how good Kyler Murray was, but I didn't know how good that team was going to be. Um, They're not the best defensively, even with J.J. Watt, but at the same time, Kyler Murray is is holding his end of the bargain. Um, Being one of the smallest quarterbacks in the league, uh, being able to get passes out and see over the defense the way he can is 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 helping them immensely. Um, I'm going to go out on a ledge and say I'm surprised that the Giants are being 0-3. Um, Given the schedule. Yes. Yeah, we knew they were going to have a hard schedule. So I didn't, I'm not surprised, but um, I'd be I surprised if they get worse. They should have won that game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm trying to remember who they played week one and two against. Um, I can tell you right yeah, now. My memory, my memory, my memory is only sharp. I need to get more sleep. The, they played so in week one. They played the Broncos. Okay. Week two, they played uh, Washington, and they only lost about one. Yeah. So, uh, and, and yeah, they, they lost to the, the Falcons. Falcons by three, by a field goal. And now they're about to play I the Saints. I let me say, Jamie Swinson is a scrub. No, oh, 30, yeah, 30. But, of, but that rest of the teammate. But he is. But um, I, I would start chasing Hill. <laughs> yeah, I gotta relax. Let let my man I've live. Man. This, I've been saying this about Jamie Swinson for years. He said he's too too spotty. He's too hit or miss. You get what I'm saying? And the hits are the, the hits don't hit. As hard as they're supposed to, it's not giving what it's supposed to gauge. It's not. It don't. It don't. I mean, it's not giving. Yeah, you you know it's right. Like you. I mean, they're two and one right now. So I mean, I'm not. They they slam the Packers, get slaughtered the next game, and then get slam another team. Hey. Yeah, they they slammed the Patriots. Well, they slam them. They just beat them by like what, like two touchdowns? Yeah, they slammed. Yeah, they slammed the Patriots. Well, they about to slam the Giants. That's how I feel. They might. They might okay, just. Who the Jets playing this week? Well, we ain't talking about the Jets. We talking about James Winston and the Saints right now. That's what we were just talking about. Like, yeah, we like, like they gonna slam. They gonna thrash the Giants. If Jamie's Winston is oh y'all playing Tennessee y'all about y'all oh man somebody gonna get thrown by my, my damn um nobody over there. Le'Veon Bell still with the the Jets? Nah, he he he's with and he with Tampa Bay. He's, I think that was Antonio Brown. I think he's with Tampa Bay. He's with Tampa Which Bay. With Tampa Bay, you know? He went to Tampa Bay last year, didn't he? Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell, no. no. Well, well, Pete, find that for us. Pete, uh, where, where Pete, Pete go? Pete is about to give me an epileptic seizure because he's <laughs> going on and off the camera. But, all right. Le'Veon did leave the Jets and went to Kansas City last year. He uh, went to Kansas you. City. He's on uh, the- I believe he is. Oh, he is with the Ravens now. Oh. He's with the Ravens now, and there are rumors saying that he would be making his Ravens debut against the Broncos this week. Oh, yeah. All right. But you picked the Broncos. Cool. 
Exactly. <laughs> um, so, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell is a bomb. <laughs> All right. Wow. What? So, <laughs> you said what? Ever since that boy left the Pittsburgh Steelers, he a bum. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Jets don't got an offensive line to block for him. Oh, I'll bet. I'm, I'm not in this conversation. Not even involved this. I don't agree with I'm, what he's about to say. I have nothing to do with. I'm not taking no responsibility for that. That's Man. your teammate. You look, look. Certain times you just got it. Like you just got to step out of certain situations. It's a fair one. You 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 want to attack Le'Veon Bell right now? Have fun, brother. Have fun. You were jumping for the foot, but he still didn't pick the Broncos, though. He he chose the Broncos. He chose the Broncos. Oh, he chose the Broncos. That's why I said. Oh, so you still chose the Broncos with Le'Veon Bell about to start playing? The 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 Steelers haven't been good since Le'Veon Bell left. Uh, don't you do it. Don't you do it. <laughs> I can't even argue because they they was dominant and then they just fell off the earth. After. They lost so you don't remember how y'all was calling that 10-0. Y'all calling that 9 Last season, y'all called that 9-0 and 10-0 suspect. It was because we knew they didn't have a running game. And we knew it was only a matter of time before Ben was going to get rocked and those plays wasn't going to – there's only but so much throwing you can do. You have to you have to put the ball on the floor eventually, Shots and they didn't have no weapons. But say, let me on. Bell is a scrub because he went to the Jets, and the Jets was depleted. They were that, really that, terrible that, last. They were that really was a bad stretch. last year. I mean that that wasn't that that wasn't a good place. It wasn't a good measuring stick for him to kind of. It it wasn't a good place to say, hey, you know, he's a real scrub. You know, last year was basically a wash. Right, and by the time the the the, the Chiefs got to him, they're already established on man, offense and everything. Just like been that. rebuilding since we got rid of Testaverde. Man, I'm just, man. I've been rebuilding since Joe Montana. So why not drag it? I said Testaverde. Leave it at that. Jeez, we ain't so, got no faith in Mar and Sanchez. Come on, man. Well, somebody who doesn't have faith in in their quarterbacks is Bill Belichick. And Bill Belichick and Tom Brady will face off against each other for the first time. First time ever. This is, he was candid, uh, too. You heard him backtracking, right? Mm-hmm. I would have never won them championships without Tom. Tom is yeah. a godsend. Oh, now yeah. he's a yeah. godsend. Oh, now. Oh, now he's oh. a godsend. Oh, you want to be cute now. Because you know what's coming for you. you that man ain't coming now, in there smiling. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Yo. Oh, my goodness. Whose man is this? this I, when I read that, I said, oh, he bat, he knows what's coming. He saw what Tom did to, to Kansas City in Super Bowl. He knows what's coming. He knows it. What was the what was what was what was the boy name that was talking junk to Tom Brady? He was like, all right. but Mateo. And, yeah, and, yeah, and Tom Shut Brady up kept right after it. that. He couldn't Tom Brady kept nothing. throwing it his way. Yeah, boy. So can't get is, right, Bell. Boy, this is the classic. <laughs> this is the the game that many people are looking at. It's the quarterback versus the system, and who was more important than who? So who's right. this game bigger for? Tay, <laughs> who's this game bigger for? Is it bigger for Brady or bigger for Belichick? It's bigger for Belichick because. 
his first season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they won a damn Super Bowl. There's no more you have to prove than that. You get what I'm saying? And they look pretty good. The Buccaneers look pretty good. I mean, I don't know if they're Super Bowl good, but they look pretty good to me. Um, I think they have way more competition. But one thing that no one's even talking about anymore is the New England Patriots. Last year, we spent more time talking about their COVID woes than mm-hmm. talking about their actual playing on the field. So I think that um, this game means more. I think it means more to Brady, but it's worth more to Belichick if they won. Matt? Man, listen. It means the world to Tom Brady because now he's not – granted, he got his affirmation because can't get right Bill backtracked a couple days ago. It's just more or less like, nah, you're going to eat every last bit of this turf <laughs> after this. And I, and if anybody is betting that the Patriots even stand a chance in this game, y'all got to relax. <laughs> like, granted, Bill Belichick is a really, really good coach. Mac Jones is a really good quarterback. He's still young. He His potential is through the roof. But Mac Jones ain't Tom Brady. And they don't got nobody on that squad that is messing with the offensive weapons that Tom Brady has to play with, even without Gronkowski. It's going to be a ribbon in the sky (laughs) in Gillette. (laughs) It's going to be a ribbon in the sky. It's just going to be nothing but bombs in that that arena. And it's going to be nothing but Tampa Bay bombs. It'll be lucky if the, I Tampa feel like they bring it. Tampa Bay yeah. bringing that battleship. That I, I really got. feel like real, I feel like we we've been criticizing the Tampa Bay defense this season so far. They gonna show up for this game because they know how important this game is. I don't think Tom Brady have been playing like like <laughs> like all the way. Like I don't think nah, he's been playing just, for real. I think he's gonna play for real this week. Bro. He's been scrimmaging for him. He just been he just don't he, he been scrimmaging. This around. is game one for him. Yeah, he's just throwing the ball around. This going this game to this game to Tom Brady is what week one game with Tampa Bay was Dallas. <laughs> like you, you saw how they showed up. Yeah, yeah. It's that type. It's that type of animosity because Bill Belichick did everything but give Tom Brady his flowers, mm-hmm. and he gave it too late. And I'm pretty sure Tom Brady wasn't listening. It's the fourth quarter with 132 left. The Boy, whole game. The whole game. Like the whole game. Pete. I'm pretty sure he didn't listen to nothing Bill Belichick said this week. There, there are pundits out there that's saying that Brady's gonna drop 50 on on the Patriots. Um and I wouldn't be surprised. Now Gronk is out, got a rib injury, but that don't mean that we don't know if A B is playing or not. Um but I think Brady will find a way to put some hurt on them. Uh, though, if there's any coach that I think would have some kind of understanding on how to play Brady defensively, it would be Bill Belichick. That is the one thing that I will say there on Belichick's behalf. Listen, I think at the end of the day, um, you, you don't, you don't win the Super Bowls like Belichick says. You don't win those Super Bowls without having, that quarterback in Tom Brady. But I think this is one of those things that is so 
so deeply entangled with each other, right? I don't think Tom Brady is as dynastic of a quarterback or is is even as known if he does not if he doesn't play for the Patriots. And here's why. Nobody was going to draft him. Be very careful. No, no, listen. Be careful. This no no I'm hold <laughs> hold the phone for a second. He's doing it again. Don't do it. <laughs> hold Go up. Go ahead. The man is talking. Pete. Pete. Please don't. Okay. You want you want to have that rapture song playing. You gotta stop. I don't understand <laughs> what song I got playing. Hear what the man's got to say. Okay. Now there have been, and I've been I've been looking into the story all week. I have heard what NFL GMs have had to say. I have heard what NFL scouts have had to say. No one was lining up to draft Brady. Everyone thought he was a great quarterback. Okay. There were people who passed on him and were not going to draft him. Okay. There, Bill Walsh drafted a quarterback out of Hofstra. Okay. And Bill Walsh had the eye for quarterbacks. There were people who were telling other team scouts saying, yo, draft this guy. You're talking about a guy who was not even starting at Michigan. He was behind Drew Henson who was a Dallas Cowboys washout and a Yankees prospect washout, but he was the starting quarterback at Michigan getting all the ballyhoo, and no one was going to draft Tom Brady. Bill Belichick had the foresight to, A, draft Tom Brady, B, carry Tom Brady. He had four quarterbacks on the Patriots roster, which is unheard of in all of football, four quarterbacks on the Patriots roster. Cultivated Tom Brady's talent and put him in the position to start when Drew Bledsoe goes out and then rides that wave. Listen, from that point on, it's all Tom Brady. From the moment Tom Brady gets into the game and Tom Brady starts playing, that's all Brady. But without Belichick to draft him, carry him on a team, on a roster that's carrying four quarterbacks, which nobody else was doing, and then actually put him in the game when Brady was the third-string quarterback. Brady was not the second-string quarterback. Brady was the third string to put him in the game. That's all Belichick. And so this is very deeply entangled because we could have very easily seen an NFL where Tom Brady was never drafted. We could have seen an NFL where Tom Brady would not have been on another team's roster. And you tell me what team was going to pick up the, the quarterback who never started for Michigan. The Jets would have. No, the Jets. Mike Tannenbaum. Mike Tannenbaum, who was the assistant general manager for the Jets, actually stated that they did not pick Tom Brady, even though scouts had told them to pick him. And at the end of the day, um, when they saw that Bill Walsh, they picked another guy. They picked another guy. I forget his name. They had picked Pennington. They had picked Pennington that year. They picked Chad, Chad Pennington. Pennington. They picked oh, Chad Pennington. The year no Brady man. was drafted, they picked Pennington. And there were scouts still telling them, I know we just drafted Pennington. I know we have Testaverde and Ray Lucas on the roster already. Y'all got to go draft this guy, Tom Brady, out of Michigan. And then they saw Bill Walsh draft the kid out of Hofstra. And the Jets were, 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 were crapping in their pants because they said, wait a minute. Bill Walsh, the quarterback god, just took a quarterback who was in our backyard in Jersey. And we took Chad Pennington. What are we doing? Right? There was no one who was going to pick Brady. Belichick did. We could have lived in an NFL where Brady never got onto a roster, and we never see Brady the way we see him now. 
So, yes, you don't win the way you win without Brady as your quarterback. But Brady probably does not ever see the NFL if not for Bill Belichick. So the question is, who is this game more important to? I think the game's more important to Belichick because he has to prove that he can win without Tom. Tom won a Super Bowl without Bill. Tom went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl. Belichick is leading a rebuild in, in New England. So, that I, you know, we knew that was going to happen the minute you got rid of Brady and you got rid of that squad. You were going to have to rebuild in New England. So the mm-hmm. game is more important to Belichick because it shows that you can beat Brady and you can do something without him. Brady does. Brady has nothing to prove. He's going to go out there. He's going to try to drop 50 just out of spite. But so, he's so, got nothing to prove by beating Bill Belichick. And even if you do beat Bill Belichick, which I think that they will, you're beating a rebuilding Patriots team. Call so, me if you were playing an iteration of your own Patriots team and you beat them. You're not. There ain't nobody fault but Bill Belichick's fault that they they playing a rebuilding team. That's his fault. Like one hundred percent. I'm not saying it's not. All right, then. So if you get smoked, like we we are planning to watch you get smoked, you got nobody. You got nobody to blame but yourself. Why? Because you pretty much opened the door and showed him the way out with the way that you treated him. Mm-hmm. So that, that that you deserve every every hardship you get. You every, deserve every you deserve. Hardship. You deserve your team looking like trash last year. You deserve to be sitting at home with Robert Kraft watching Tom Brady win the Super Robert Bowl. Robert Kraft don't you, even like you. Yeah, but, like, but that's what, you deserve like that. You. you deserve to sit there and, and feel the stares of everybody in, in Boston knowing that they didn't want to get rid of Tom Brady. But you were so hell-bit, so hell-bit on getting rid of him and, sh- and, and proving – to him that he ain't as good as he that we all know that he is. This this, this you did this. So no, it could be it could be important to him, but what's going to be even more important? That smoke that he going to catch on Sunday. That's 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 what's going to be important. Cuz Tom mm-hmm. Brady's coming locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. And I, I I promise you every touchdown that he throw, he just going to look at Bill Belichick and like <clears throat> This is my home. If, if Tom this Brady is my do home, then your shrug, home. If Tom Brady yeah. do the Jordan shrug every time he throw a touchdown, that's going to be my favorite game to watch ever. I can't believe Bill Belichick has made uh, – Bill Belichick's incompetence at this point has made me like Tom Brady. It's crazy. It's crazy. He, he, he left the situation looking like the angel. And normally the prima donna quarterback ends up looking ungrateful. And he ended up vindicating himself and his image. And the way you put it out was he would have never been in the league without 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 Bill Belichick. Well, look at the monster. There would have been some scrub. Let me tell you something. There would have been some scrubby team. I'm I'm not even gonna play. I'm not even gonna play. Look how terrible some of those teams were back then. You get what I'm saying? And he he went to the Super Bowl. And he went to the Super Bowl with him. Yeah. Come on, like I get what you're saying. But no, Bill Belichick created that monster. We all get it. He created that monster. He gave him the chance. You get what I'm saying? Bill Belichick, and to be honest with you, he he knew what he he had a diamond in the rough, and he knew how to mine it. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, when he he mined it, he he mined the diamond, took care of the diamond, and then now the diamond is bigger than the miner. Boy, he done he done let Caesar out the cage. It's a wrap. Absolutely. 
He let and Caesar out the cage and he's about to take over. This it's is the rise not, of the apes. Belichick has created a lot of enemies, but what's funny is the mentality that Belichick has is very much the mentality that a lot of football teams, not coaches, but teams have, right? Teams think they are bigger than the star, right? And Belichick is, is operating on that team mentality of I, the coach, am bigger and bigger than the bigger than the star. And, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, he got proven wrong. Listen, everybody knew that Brady still had a lot of things left in the tank. Everybody knew that Brady could have still Not stayed true. in New England and, and, and done great things in New England. Um, but Belichick wanted to prove that he could do it on his own. And, you know, he is going to be his own worst enemy until he proves that he can do something with Mac Jones and this team. The funny thing is, I don't know how long his leash is going to be in New England with Robert Kraft on his own. I don't. Well, somebody whose leash is probably going to be very short, and his leash leash is very, has been very short with all of us recently, is Doc Rivers and the 76ers. So, Ben Simmons is willing to sit out the entire NBA season if he is not traded like from the Philadelphia 76ers. Like a damn fool. Um, Whole fool. Matt, your thoughts on if, if if this is a good idea or not? It's not a good idea. I get the whole stick to your guns and everything, but you really trying to forfeit all those millions to to to, to run away from a situation that you could have helped made better. Mm -hmm. He could have helped me. Hey, this is all about him not putting in the work and the effort to get better on free throws and 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 shooting. He could have got better on that. He chose not to get in the gym and do what he was supposed to do. We're not going to do that. Get Doc it's deeper Look, than that. Huh? It's deeper it's, than that. These are the same. But this is what I'm saying. The same problems that he has now were the same problems he had when he signed that extension in 2019. So the only difference then and now is that you were the target. You were 100% the target. You were the reason why they 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 that they, they couldn't play you because you were going to be a target. They were going to foul you. They were going to put you in the free throw line. You were going to miss because you're a poor free throw shooter. Come on, this is stuff that you could have worked on. You're an NBA pro. These are things you've been in the league for what? It's been like six six years, right? Six seven years. It's been in the league. Mm -hmm. And again, you came into the league knowing what you had to work on. Your shooting and your free throw shooting. Seven years in the league and you still haven't gotten better at it? Come on. Come on. Well, we get on LeBron James and we got on LeBron James about his shooting. He got he worked on it and got better. He got I better. Deep, I think this is deeper than that. I think we're pulling out bits and pieces. And I feel like we're, we could only talk about this pat this aspect because I feel like people like Joel and Bead and stuff are coming out and saying that this was basically we catered this team around him and he's acting like a diva and this is disrespectful and stuff like that. But what? Which is a lie. But that, which I feel is a lie. Yeah, that's a mm -hmm. lie. You're, I agree. It's, a lie. it's built around him. It was. It's been built around him. You get what I'm saying? And the thing is, this big this. This team is just not a good team. 
They have no chemistry with each other. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, they tried to make it work. It didn't work, and it doesn't work. And the thing is, when you add – I think when he signed the, the extensions before Doc came, if I'm not mistaken. He signed with Brett Brown, when, when Brett Brown was a coach. Yeah, July 2019, yeah. And he had so, more problems with Brett Brown than, than Doc. I think that it's a it's a bigger I think it's a bigger symptom. I think it's the culture around the team. I think maybe he's realizing that the writing's on the wall, and it's time for him to make a move. I mean, he's he's set to make eight hundred and twenty five million dollars if he just stayed on the team. And the thing is, it must be worth it to not want to talk to even your teammates. And normally, your teammates are, are the first people that you would talk to. You know, you may not mess with the coaching staff or corporate, but you would definitely talk to your teammates. And then when he turned them down, Joel Embiid is trashing them in the media. I think that's trash. I wouldn't even – after that, I wouldn't even go back. How could you? fumble the bag? You would fumble 8.2? You, you, you would fumble 8.2 million? I wouldn't. Not, not 8.2 million out of 800 and something. It's 75 million? I can take I can take a hit. I'll take that, that L. If I'm if I'm getting the majority, now his extension was 177. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they, they, owe him, they owe him over 800 and something million dollars. I'm never whoa. Wait, he's only getting 30 million. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 8.2 million. 8. 8.3 million. 8. 3 million dollars. Yeah, yeah. That was, out of the 177 million, I can. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Of of 8.2. But that's That'll just for up. the season. That's the start. Of, I think that's just the season. He gets and paid. And the of his salary for the season. Yeah. One fourth of his salary for the season. He's supposed to get thirty three million this season. Ooh. Hey boy, too. Ooh, you ain't getting. You ain't seeing none of that until you play. That's how I feel. Which is fine, but what's going to happen? Ben Simmons is going to get his money anyway, and here's why. Um. He can sit out the season and become an issue, become a problem. Or they can pay the man his money and trade him to another team because the incentive that the other team is going to have is, hey, I lost some bread on the 76ers. So the only way I'll come to you is if y'all make that bread up to me, which can happen. There, Which can happen. How so, can't shoot free throws? It's not about shooting. At this point, it's not even about shooting free throws. It's about his confidence and his trust in, in the team. Shaq said this the other day. It's not even about his skill anymore. It's just about how he feels about where he's at. If you go someplace else and he's happier where he's at and it's not the 76ers, you will see a better player. We see this in most players. The, the majority of players start to play better when they're not in 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 garbage situations. You feel me? You're talking about LeBron. I'm not just talking about I'm not just talking about LeBron. I'm talking about your boy Kyrie too. Kyrie got out of Boston, came to Brooklyn, started playing like he's supposed to play. Like yeah, Cleveland when the Boston started playing like shit. With the, yeah, because Boston wasn't a good situation for him. Brad, um, the coach over there didn't know what to do with him. <laughs> like, you know this. We we discuss this amongst each other all the yeah, time. Yeah, no, look at Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker is about to play be a dog on the Knicks. Because we, so we hope we hope don't do that. <laughs> we we, I, I, we hope I have and pray. Faith, I have faith. You got him. You got. I have faith I, that's all. That's all cool. That's all cool. It's all cool. We hope and we pray. Pete, um, listen, I 
I don't want to put this on Doc. We can talk about Doc not being a great playoff coach. We can talk about Doc not being able to get the job done uh, in, in, as a, taking a team to the finals or winning a championship and things like that. You know, I, I can agree with all of that and I can sit here and say, but I think Doc is a good coach. Um, and one of the things that unfortunately a lot of players don't like about Doc especially the younger players, what you've seen over the last 10 years, is Doc holds you accountable. Doc makes you work. Doc puts your feet to the fire. If you think about the last team that Doc had a really good relationship. He puts your feet to the fire to let you down in the second round of the playoffs. Well, no, I get I get that part, but I mean, in terms get, of I don't agree with that. Put your feet to the fire thing because they ain't do nothing with Kawhi and, and Paul George, and they play like well, trash no, but that but, last but again, <laughs> I go that far. I would consider those I would consider those guys to be younger players. Look at the players that Doc had good relationships with: CP3, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, older wait, veteran players. Wait, so I can so we can time. stop your point right there because. He had the Clippers. He didn't put the Clippers feet to the fire either. And they were finals. They were supposed to be the team, the a championship team. And but I'm a lot of that, a lot of that, like, a lot of that team's beef was that he didn't hold Blake Griffin accountable. Well, and and Blake, you know, Blake came in as that star. Didn't want to listen. He probably, you know, I don't understand what you could really do with Blake. I don't really see much that you could do with Blake's game, right? Ask but my thing is this: you you got a kid, <laughs> you got a kid. You got a kid in Ben Simmons who I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, Ben. You you acting, you are acting soft. And I'm saying soft because I can't say the word I want to say. But you acting soft, okay? You over here in Philly, which is one of the hardest markets to you you, you playing in Philly was one of the hardest basketball markets to play in. Get him. Okay. And you coming in here and get it. All right, you don't like the team, you don't it. But Matt makes a great point. Ben Simmons Please. did not step up and do the work he needed to do to develop as a player. He did not do what he needed to do in his years in the league to develop as a point guard and develop as a shooter in a league that is dominated by the shooting game. And yet you want to come out here and say, I'm this greatness, I'm this, I don't want to be here, right? Your teammates decided to bite the bullet and say, you know what, we'll go to the West Coast and talk to you and convince you to try and come back. Let's work on it for this season and do whatever you want to do, but come in, let's work. Let's put in this work for this season. And Ben Simmons said, yo, don't even waste your time coming out here. And Embiid said he found that low-key disrespectful, that you won't even you won't even hear your teammates out on it. was this. meant to be. So it was meant to be, be disrespectful. To, to be real, why would I hear my teammates out if nobody came they played to my me in defense? the media? Yeah, why yeah. they played me in the media. I wouldn't have did that. Like, nobody came to my defense when when the coach said anything. Nobody came to my defense when Joel Joel Embiid said anything. Because everything that they away. said has been hold on. Here's my thing. Why do I come to your defense? I'm sorry. I'm 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 very weird about this kind of stuff. Okay. I can't come to somebody's defense when the things that's been said about you is actual factual. Right, but they didn't lose the 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 playoff just solely based off Ben Simmons either. It was a big problem. I honestly think if Ben Simmons played to the level of caliber that Ben Simmons should be playing, they wouldn't have lost. 
Absolutely. It, it wasn't just him. Tobias Harris holds a part in that, and so is Joel Embiid and his eight turnovers. We're not, right. I mean, and, and I'm so not going to solely so put that on Ben Simmons. I just feel like Ben Simmons' salary needs to go to Seth Curry because he's the only one that showed up. I, that's just I've been saying that since last since the since, since what, the playoffs. June? Yeah, I've been saying. I'm not that. mad so, at I mean, Philly. I'm not mad at Philly for holding his money. I'm not mad at Philly not for either. saying you need to report. I'm not mad at Philly saying you have a contract. You were contracted to play for this team. If you don't come, we don't pay you. I'm not mad at that. Philly is going to have to bite the bullet and take 50 cents on a dollar, even though, even though they don't want to, in order to move him. Because everybody knows that Ben Simmons is, is probably going to, you know, I don't know if he's really going to hold out all season. I don't really know if he has the heart to do it. Right. Um, it was all good for there. it when, when Aaron Rodgers did it. I mean, I don't understand why. No, I thought Aaron Rodgers would actually now. follow through on it, Tay. I thought Aaron Rodgers would okay, actually do so, it. To be honest with you, I feel like he needs to. The thing is, you went this far. You can't you can't renege at this point. But, Tay, we're talking <laughs> about Aaron Rodgers, who, has a, who already has a great career, to Ben Simmons, who hasn't really Does added Aaron Rodgers have a great career, though? Oh, Does boy. Does he have a great go. career, though? I'm just being honest. Would you, when you look so, back. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I've been like, I talk. I, I barely talk this episode. Go ahead, because I got some for this. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You look at, when you look at Aaron Rodgers' career and everything, he's always going to be overshadowed by the people who won more rings than him during his time. I'm just being honest with you. He does have a Hall of Fame career ahead of him. He does. But when you think back of the era from 2009, from 2005 till now, you're only thinking about Brady. You're only thinking about the Mannings. And that. And then he comes after that. You get what I'm saying? But when it comes to the Ben Simmons situation, what has to be so bad? He, I don't think he should be looking. I don't think he owes the people of Philly anything. I don't think he owes the team anything. I don't think he owes his teammates anything. Because where was his energy last year? It was the same energy. I don't think That's, so. I don't the last th- three seasons. Jay, correct me if I'm wrong. The last three seasons, the main focus has been Ben Simmons. Is he going to shoot or is he not going to shoot? No, but you guys, are, you guys are just talking about shooting and free throws. And stuff. No, but that's we're talking about. Wait, no, 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 no. We're talking, but we're talking about the off-court stuff. And if you're my teammate, Matt, if you're my teammate, right, and uh-huh. I have a problem with something that you're doing, why would I mention it to the media? Okay. What does but that? If, what does that have to do? Team, that's if you're my teammate, if you're my teammate, and you're not putting the work in. And you, and, well, and how every do we time know he's not putting the work been, in. It's been document. It's been saying that they've been saying that, right? But why do you putting, go to the media? That he's acting like a spoiled brat. He's not putting in the work to get like better. Brat. I, I don't think he's acting like a spoiled brat. Is, his him and his family, that his family treats him like a spoiled brat. He does not do nothing. Is it you? Is and Aaron Rodgers will talk to his family, and you call him the, the next. <laughs> no, all right, you're, you're, you're jumping. The you're jumping. I'm talking about Ben Simmons. We're talking about Ben Simmons putting in the work to get better. Hold on. I, I we're talking about Ben one of I said one of the main focus of why we lost, but I Joel think, Embiid and his decision making in the turnovers. Okay, Tobias Harris okay to paid a hundred and something million and not coming and showing up, and Seth Curry being the only one to show up. Joel Embiid being hurt. 
Doc I, Rivers not making the right and the right freaking adjustments yeah. to go against that Atlanta offense. There's a lot of things that play into it, but what boils down to a lot of it is Ben Simmons was not playable. Or outside the defensive mark and trying to shut down Trey Young, which he did a decent job at doing, he didn't do a great job at it because Trey Young still averages 28 and, and, and 8 on that Sixers team. He dropped 40 on them. So, in all honesty, you didn't do what you were supposed to do. I get what no, you're saying. I, I understand. No, I, no, what? no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It is so easy to throw Ben Simmons under the bus, right? Because of the drama. Hold on. I'm talking about his teammates. I hear you. It's so easy for his teammates to throw him under the bus like he's the problem. When they're all the problem. They've had exactly. years. They've had years to play together. Some Their core team has been together for some time. A couple of years enough for them to have more synergy than they have now. Right. And that's not just on Ben Simmons. That is on Joel Embiid. That is on Tobias Hat. That's on that's on uh, Seth Curry. That's on all of them. The thing is, it's so easy to make him the target because he's the one that's speaking up against the team. But so hey, if, if you're hearing it from, I'm asking I'm about to, I'm asking you a question on on your question. This this is for you to answer. But if you're hearing the same reports from people on his team, past teammates, i.e., Jimmy Butler. Who said he's not putting the work in? We could have beat Milwaukee and he didn't put the work in. I don't think that's fair for somebody to say somebody else is not putting the work in. If you're my teammate, right? And I say that and I see that you slacking. And I and if and if Dre is my teammate and he's slacking, if Pete is my teammate and he's slacking, you know what a teammate is supposed to do? You keep that home. You don't tell Fox Sports that. You don't tell ESPN that. Because to be honest with you, who's ever going to the media saying that this person's not putting in the work? Because no one likes to have that tag put put against them. That's kind of cheapening his stock for another team. You get what I'm saying? That's not doing anything to that's not doing anything to to hurt his character. Because I could say the same thing about Jimmy Butler. He disappeared to me too. At certain well, I'm times. well aware. I'm well aware of that. But you get what I'm saying? But I just I just think that at the end they let him go. Them. Think, yeah. The problem is, are they gonna get are they gonna get a good enough package? And listen, I'm just gonna be real with you, and I think all of us could agree. AI would have ripped them a new a new behind if he'd been playing what? in that in that I, era. I, yes, and I, I get that. I get no, that. I, but we can't, that. I get that, but we can't we Alan can't keep bring that never, up. never showed up and Allen Iverson was his ego was so through the roof, he wouldn't even show up to practice. So how how dare he put somebody else in check? And if he's doing worse, I, but that I, Philly I, team, Dikembe, Dikembe would have checked Ben Simmons. Iverson would have checked him. All them veteran yeah, players. Did, did, I don't see anybody on that Philly team playing with heart besides Steph Curry. Right, but what I, what, 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 I don't also, I feel like. Go ahead, Tay. I don't feel like Joel Embiid is playing up to his potential either. And every time he doesn't play up to his potential, it's so all right. So what's gonna happen when Ben Simmons leaves, doesn't come back, right? And they still be in the same position that they're in now. What are y'all gonna say? 
Who's the problem? I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you on the Joel Embiid point. I don't agree that he's been playing up to his full caliber either. I think he can still play better. But I think one of the things that we we sidetrack on in this entire conversation when we talk about the Ben Simmons situation is the prima donna era of the NBA. And I'm sick and tired of the prima donna era of the NBA where these players think they, they, that they are that they are untouchable, that they are God. When you got people who belong on the bench thinking that they could be prima donnas and then force their ways to whatever, whatever. I'm sorry. If I absolutely, you- absolutely agree with that. And that could definitely be a conversation for the other day, for another day. But we definitely have to wrap the show up. Shout outs to everybody on the Job Tits Network, all the shows, everybody. Shout out to us here at the Year Sports Show, all the work we put in. Guys, episode 77. Um, been uh, amazing 77 episodes. So we're coming up on our two year anniversary. Um, December. Coming up uh, in January is the first episode, but December 30th is actually the birth of, of the show. Um, so shouts to us. Um, shouts to everybody involved, everybody who's been listening. Again, year for a cure. We're really pushing this this month, and so not just this month, for this in general. Really want to get the word out there for that. Um, so again, cash uh, on cash up hashtag um, your year for a cure. The money's going to a great cause. Um, Shouts to Queen Tay for telling her story. Um, we thank God every day that Tay is around to tell her story. So just definitely, definitely. Uh, Great episode. Um, thank you, everybody, for the queen. No, I'm sorry. I'm going in reverse. Sorry. <laughs> for the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. For BK Matt. For the queen, the head of your sports show table, Queen Tay. It is your boy, Big Baby, signing off. Peace.